Sienna Cassidy was overjoyed to find that she was pregnant only one month behind her twin sister, Summer. The two had done life together in so, on so many levels, including marrying twin brothers. However, in a brutal twist of tragic events, Sienna is forced into an early labor on the heels of the shocking loss of her sister. As if she hadn't been heartbroken enough, the shooting death of her husband follows swiftly. Suddenly, a single mother and widow, she partners with her brother-in-law to raise their children. However, even the silver lining challenges her heart. Drew Hendricks is a Black romance author. His stories of love and strength had his own life as added fuel now that his beautiful wife was having their first child. But when she dies in childbirth, his world is flipped upside down. The pain is enough to bring him to his knees. Add in the news of losing his twin brother and life is hardly worth living. Still, for the sake of his newborn and his brother's grieving household, he is determined to rise and raise his family. When healing begins to show its true colors, though, new life tastes like they're forbidding. Mary, marrowing each other's grief turns into soothing each other's hearts for Sienna and Drew. Yet, will the nature of their bond ruin their chances at love, or will they become one another's saving grace? Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome back to the show. And we are here to discuss what is Conflicted Hearts. How could I forget the name of the book? Um, But yes, this was a very interesting read. I think my only critique I guess I could give about this book, and it's not even about the book, it's the synopsis. The... I do want to tell the author, like, your synopsis really kind of gives your whole story away. But otherwise, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Let me say that. But I will say, like, as I'm thinking about how I'm about to explain the book, really the synopsis gives it away. With the exception of, like, a few uh, more in-depth details, but besides that, really your synopsis is your whole story. So I would think maybe shortening that a little bit, like give it just a teaser and then like pull back. But anyway, let's jump right into it because besides that, like I said, I, this book was great. It was so interesting to read. Okay, so we have Sienna Cassidy. She has a twin sister named Summer. They were pregnant around the same time. You know, like they were, uh, they grew up as twins where they did everything together. So it's like when her sister found out that she was pregnant and then she finds out that she's a pregnant, she's a, she is pregnant a month later, you know, that's exciting. Like we get to raise our babies together. This is great. And they also end up marrying twin brothers. Now that... I don't think I could do that. Uh, it's something about that. Like, I've... Because it's... Okay, think about it. It's like, it's twin sisters marrying twin brothers. So, in my head, it's just like, so you find my man attractive, and then 
I forgot if they're identical or not, but I think they were. I think there were two two sets of identical twins. So y'all look exactly alike. Y'all ain't never switched. I don't, I don't want that type of confusion because I don't ever want to hear I thought it was you because I'm beating ass, sister or not, brother or not. I'm beating ass. But anyway, uh, you know, everything was going great until it's time for Summer to give birth. And unfortunately, after delivering her son, she passes away. And then it's like, okay, she just lost her sister. And then, of course, her brother-in-law just lost his wife while having to deal for this newborn baby. And then we have her husband, uh, Sienna's husband, Dre. He gets into a fight with a bunch of white guys and he's shot so now he's dead so we have drew and sienna having to console each other with not only losing their partners but also their twins and then it's like we have these two babies dash and dylan that we have to take care of and it's just like uh sienna like she gave up her job she gave up her house and she moves into drew's house because basically they're gonna do this thing together like we're gonna raise the boys together um sienna you know because she's a twin and her body is basically the same as her sister she also agrees to um breastfeed the baby oh which one is hers I believe Dash is her son, and I think Dylan was Drew and Summer's son. So she's breastfeeding both babies and everything. Like, they're making it work, working through their grief. Like, of course, they stay in separate bedrooms, and then the babies have their own bedroom. It was like, it was all going good until one night, like, both of the babies are crying nonstop. Like, nothing is working to get them to calm down and of course they're both frustrated because like you have two screaming babies and it's like we have to do something so drew was about to call his mom and sienna tells him you know don't call her she's in another state there's really nothing she can do i've done everything i made sure they were changed you know they're fed uh i just think that they're teething teething excuse me at this time and we gotta just let it pass he can't do that so of course he gets up and he well i shouldn't say of course the messed up part is he just gets up and he leaves it's like so you're just gonna leave her there by herself to deal with two screaming babies and it's like almost as soon as he left she uh she strapped them up and like this twin contraption thing where she's holding them both to her body and she's walking around the house and you know like bouncing them up and down trying to soothe them and fortunately that works but you know she's there by herself it's like he just up and left she don't know where he at which is completely other bullshit it's like i'm frustrated too but i don't get i don't get the option to leave and just leave the babies there. I'm like, that's the one thing about men. It's just so easy for them to walk away and not have to deal with shit. And her as a mama, because it's like, I know this her nephew and she agrees to do it, but technically that ain't even her fucking son. And you just gonna walk out on your son just because you frustrated? Like, damn, just kill the baby then. So anyway, he goes out to 
a restaurant, like a little hole in a wall restaurant that he used to take summer to all the time and just get something to eat just because, you know, he's frustrated. So he needs to clear his mind. And then this girl walks up, her name, Natalie. She's like, you know, I remember seeing you here all the time with another girl, you know, are y'all still together? And instead of, you know, telling all his business, he just says no. So she's like, can I get your number? And he gives it to her. He allows her to sit down with him and they share a meal. And afterwards, he offers to take her home. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Also, she's a, uh, she's a stripper, which is not a problem. It's just like, which I did not get. Cause he asked her, you know, where do you work? And she's ashamed. She's like, you know, I'm a stripper. And he was just like, oh, and she's like, so do you feel a way about me? It's like, girl, all he said was, oh, you are projecting real loud, sweetheart. And he's like, you know, no, nah, ain't nothing wrong with that. And then she feels as if she has to come back with, you know, and I'm also in school, to, which, you know, a lot of strippers do strip to pay for college and go to school. But it's like, okay, but what if you didn't? What if you just said, you know, my body is great. I can dance. I'm in great shape. And I just want to strip and make a lot of money. There's nothing wrong with that either. I just felt like she felt like she had to say, I'm going to school to, I think, be a nurse or something like that. It's like, girl, you ain't got to justify shit to nobody, even though he wasn't judging her anyway. But if he was, fuck him. So when he takes her home, she sucks his dick. And he wasn't going out there for that. You know, he didn't leave that night expecting that. And it's like, okay, after he got his rocks off, she's about to start, start taking her clothes off. And he's like, whoa, I, we, I'm not here for that. And she's like, it's funny how after you got your shit off, now you're not here for that. And just leaving her like that. But he jumps back in his car and that's when he heads home. And he blocks her number because it's like he feeling bad, feeling like he just cheated on Summer. And, you know, it was never his intentions to leave that night to go out and do that anyway. So when he gets back to the house, you know, he's still feeling bad because it's like, damn, then I left her here with the two kids. And it's awkward for a while because his mom shows up anyway and he tells her like what happened the night before and then the mom tells Sienna, and she's pissed off. She's like, is that really why you left? And he's like, that's not why I left, but it was like a series of events that happened after the fact. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't technically leave the house just for that. So anyway, they get into this thing. Oh, so she leaves. Then she leaves the house. She's like... Oh, so we just leaving and do whatever we want. And since his mom was there, she's like, you know, can you watch the boys? I just, I got to get out the house too. So she goes to the mall and she meets this lady named Danny. And when Danny walks up to her, it's just like, girl, I see your heavy spirit. You need somebody to talk to, just let it out. And Sienna ends up crying on her shoulder and... She's like, you know what, girl, I'm taking you out tonight. You need to get out the house. So she goes home, get dressed, whatever. And she goes out to the club with Danny that night. And she, it just feels good to let her hair down. It's like, 
she don't do nothing but take care of the boys and lock herself up in her room. So her and Danny are becoming friends. And then Danny sends her to a friend of hers named Ethan that does hair. So she does the big chop and cut all her hair off. And Ethan asks her out. Now, she when they went out on their date, she asked him, like, you know, are, are you bisexual? And which I, well, let's back up. Because she started with, can I ask you a question and you not get offended? And the response was, I don't know how to answer that because I don't know what question you're going to ask for me to say I will be offended or I won't. And I was like, I honestly never thought about that. Like something as simple as that. I really have never thought about that. Because it's, well, let me speak for me. I've always been taught, don't take anything personal. Like if they say, can I ask you something and you don't be offended, you just go in bracing yourself. And it's like, you've already said yes to not being offended. So even if you are offended, you kind of, kind of, excuse me, <laughs> you got to suck it up and just roll with it and answer it the best way you know how. So then when she asks him if he's bisexual, he's like, I know that's a stereotype of people, or not people, men who do hair, they either have to be gay or bisexual. He's like, no, I strictly like women, never been interested in men. You know, it just is what it is. And so she's like, okay, cool. I can see where, well, we can see where this can go. But in the meantime of her hanging out with Ethan, hanging out with Danny at home, Drew and Sienna, Sienna, (laughs) they're starting to notice changes in each other. Like there's attraction there. And one night they end up having sex. And of course, immediately after there's guilt there. It's just like, we never should have did this. You know, we're not going to talk about it. And it gets real awkward. So it's just like months go by of them tiptoeing around each other. And then it's at one point she makes a statement about moving out. And he's like, what? She's like, yeah, you know, eventually you're going to want to start dating. You might even get married again. And I'm going to have to find somewhere else to leave. And he's like, no, when you quit your job and sold your house and moved in here with me so we could raise the boys together, there's no way I would let somebody come in and kick you out. And she's like, well, I wouldn't be getting kicked out. I would leave on my own. He's like, you're not leaving. And basically, it's like, at this point, it's us against everybody. And Drew put his feelings out on the table. He's like, you know, I'm attracted to you. I want to see where this goes. I like the chemistry between us. And I like you for different reasons than why I was in love with your sister, you know, when she was alive and we were married. And she's having a hard time with this. She's just like, you know, I was married to your brother. You know, you were married to my sister. And this should not feel good between us. And he's like, man, I don't want to hear all that shit. I'm not worried about that you know, I want you, but nothing happens for a while. Cause it's like I said, it's dealing with grief and Drew goes to see a therapist. And at one point Drew and his mom suggest that Sienna go sees a therapist. And she's like, no, she shuts down that idea completely. She's like, no therapist. I don't want to talk to them. They don't help nothing. What does talking prove? Is that going to bring them back? 
No. So why are we talking about this? Exactly. Talking solves nothing. So then the relationship is progressing even stronger to the point where they know they love each other, even if they haven't said it out loud. But then they agree to like when they're in the house, it's them. But to the outside world, they're still just brother and sister-in-law helping each other grieve through the process. Until one day she decides to have a party at the house. So it's them. Drew has three friends, Joseph, Fred, and Torrance. And then she has Danny. And she invites Ethan. And at some point, her and her sister were going to open a boutique together. Um, So Ethan has sent her to a woman named Audrey, who he says was a great realtor and a friend of his, but actually she was one of his fuck buddies who was sending Sienna to all these bullshit places that she knew wasn't what Sienna was looking for, all because since Ethan had started dating her, because they hadn't kissed, they hadn't had sex, none of that. They were literally just dating and hanging out. He had cut her off. So Ethan ends up inviting her, which I was on Drew's side. How you a guest inviting more guests? Like, and Ethan was like, why you got to basically trying to switch the subject? Like, why are you so hostile towards me? You know, what's the problem? It's like, no, you're going to somebody else's house. How are you inviting? Like, you're a guest to that person's house. How are you inviting somebody to that person's house? Especially when it's that bitch when I had to have words with her about sending me to locations that don't fit in with what I told her I was looking for. So me and her already at odds. So why would you invite her to my house? And so uh, then Danny also brings a friend and her friend is Natalie. So it's like it's been a year at this point since all of that happened. But it's like Natalie still got a problem. And although they're not touchy-feely in front of people, people notice. And when, and I knew this was going to happen because uh, Drew and Sienna, they had snuck upstairs to his room. And they were like kissing, feeling on each other. And then like they come out of his room and in the hallway at the top of the stairs, he kisses her again. And that's when Audrey walked in. Now he didn't know who Audrey was. Well, he knew who, let me take that back. He knew who Audrey was. He didn't know what she looked like. So then they go back down out, downstairs outside onto the patio and they want to play the game of truth or dare. And, you know, truth, you tell the truth. Or if you decide to take the dare and don't do the dare, then you got to take a shot. So the liquor's brought out. So at one point, uh, what was that nigga's name? Joe with his petty ass because he likes Sienna like he noticed how good she looks um and he know what's up between Drew and Natalie when it's his turn he dares Natalie to give Drew a lap dance so at some point you know Sienna she gets sick like physically sick seeing this woman like grinding on her uh private boo so she runs in the house and she throws up when she comes back out it's Ethan's turn, so of course he's like right on time. Truth, 
are is it true that you got me in the friend zone because you're fucking your brother-in-law so that turns into a big old hoopla which everybody gets kicked out and sienna is like basically this proves her point like see did you see what us going public would do to us and anyway she didn't want to tell anybody until they talked to his family first because she um she and summer like they grew up in foster care they grew up through the system so they really don't have family so it's just like she wants to tell his family and see how that goes before they tell anybody else so after that big old blow up she's feeling like we're not telling nobody but um later on down the line drew has started writing again and he wrote a book that was basically well loosely based off of his life and the situation that's going on with him and sienna and like his relationship and all of that now at some point their relationship gets out to the public and it's like he didn't tell anybody and you know so it's like he had no idea how the information got out come to find out that natalie got in touch with his his agent got in touch with drew's agent and they were the one that quote unquote exposed them so at that point sienna had given up because she's like man i can't deal with all these people having something to say about my life and at one point she thought danny was the one that exposed her so she stopped talking to her and then at one point she even accused drew of exposing it so his book could sell you know she's just lashing out at everybody and she's pregnant so it's just like oh y'all finna bring another baby into this situation but um come to find out you know like i said it was natalie and patrick who exposed their relationship but then it was joe who exposed the fact that she was pregnant because while drew was in atlanta he pops up over at the house claiming he forgot that Drew was in Atlanta and then he claims he had to go to the bathroom and he saw the prenatal vitamins. So it's just like, damn, my own friend put me out like that. And so then she has a blast from her past, uh, Sienna does, and it's her form, like, would you call him her foster brother? Because summer and sienna was seeing a therapist and at one point the last fast uh foster family they were with could no longer take care of them so the therapist you know brought them into her house now she had a son named leon and he had just came back from college i think it was like his freshman year of college but him and a friend of his they started sexually abusing sienna and summer even to the point where he was pimping them out and charging his friends to do sexual acts to the girls not uh vaginally but orally which when i read i'm like that broke my heart i was like damn i there's literally no words for that i was like that is crazy um but he's come back for his money because okay let's get into the story 
because after she saw him and he like threatened her and then ran away from the house because somebody had pulled up Danny. Danny had pulled up to the house and when he saw somebody, you know, walk up to the house, he ran away. And Sienna like literally freaks out. So she Danny texts Drew to come home because it's like, you know, she is about to have a panic attack. I cannot calm her down. So he comes home and then he calls his therapist and his therapist comes and you know, get her to calm down, and then the story comes out in the open. Now, like I just said, uh, Leon and his friend, they sexually assaulted them first by making them perform orally on them, and then he started pimping them out to his friends, and it was all just orally, and then when they turned 17? I believe they were 17. He leon raped sienna and he was going to make both of them sleep with him for his 25th birthday as a present to himself now that night uh the girls they had been stealing money out of his room but taking like small amounts to where he wouldn't notice so the night where this was supposed to happen at the hotel they cleaned out his was it a safe or just wherever he was keeping his money, they cleaned out that spot and then got him like super drunk at the hotel and then text his friend that had been assaulting them with him. Like, you know, come over. I want to do such and such with you because they had always um, suspected that they were bisexual and having sex with each other. So, of course the friend comes and it's true that they are bisexual so they film them having sex with each other and use that to blackmail them to leave them alone and they took the money and they ran away and that's how they ended up in vegas and so that's why she has a strong distrust of therapists because it's like she the therapist knew and didn't do anything about it. So it's like she basically let her son keep assaulting them. And it just was what it was until it was time for them. Like they were old enough to be out on their own. Excuse me. And so Drew calls Torrance because Torrance is a police officer and tells him, you know, this is what's going on. And basically we need to get this motherfucker. So... There's a call out because somebody called the police saying they hadn't heard from their parents in a while. And Drew was like, oh, that's the elderly couple that stay like basically right across the street. You know, ain't nobody seen them for a couple of days or heard from them. And of course, with Leon out on the loose, it's like, do you think he could? Anyway, long story short, it was Leon. Uh, Drew caught him because he was trying to run away from the elderly couple's house. And he like beats him and stomps him out. And holds him for the police to arrest him. And the couple had been held in the house for a few days. Like, it smelled bad in there. And Leon had actually raped the wife and assaulted them pretty bad to where the wife did not make it, but the husband pulled through. And with him being locked up and put away for life, Sienna felt like she could breathe better. She actually started going to therapy to talk about her problems. And she decided that she loved Drew 
and she really was going to be all in this time. And like everybody knew she was holding back because it's like she was waiting for the other shoe to drop, just waiting for something bad to happen. So when it actually did, it would always be her excuse as to why they shouldn't fully do this. But she's tired of running. She actually loves him and they're going to do this for real. So the epilogue is six years later or eight years later or something like that. So anyway, uh, we have Dylan and Dash. It's their birthday. And yeah, it was six years later because they were seven now. So it's their birthday and Sienna and Drew told them that they had a surprise for them. Now they also had a two-year-old sister named Baby. Well, her name isn't Baby Summer, but her name was Summer. And then they also had Baby Dre. So they had two more children named after the sister and the brother, their former wife, former husband. And the announcement was that they are now pregnant with twins. I said, God damn, that's six kids. Six children? I could six, bitch. The way I could now, oh. My stomach just clenched thinking six children. Fam, I can barely handle it when my niece cries six. Ain't no way. But anyway, you know, like that's their happily ever after they made it through. And I'm just thinking, but I've read a different story basically the same way. It's like they weren't two sets of twins, but it's just like literally one person. I've actually read two stories about this now that I think about it because it was the sister who fell in love with her deceased sister's husband and then a different story was the brother fell in loved fell in loved fell in love with the deceased brother's wife and they made it work after the fact it's like you know this relationship didn't start until after so technically we're not breaking any codes or anything like that. But anyway, that is the end of this book. I hope you guys enjoyed my review, and I hope to see you in the next episode. Peace and blessings, my beautiful people. And please go pick this book up and read it for yourself and check it out. Support the author. Read other books by her. Peace.